Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. All right, so welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lara Sturm. And I'm Josh Rohr. This is episode 27. Uh, Yahoo! Yahoo! So a couple things. Today's format's going to be missing a few things because somebody, me, forgot to see who our new Instagram followers were for this week. And I forgot to post a powerlifting situation to the team roar Instagram this week. So we're going to fly by the seat of our pants. Like we've never done that before. Never, never done that. Gotcha. All right. So shout out to our new Instagram followers, whoever you are, whoever you are mention oh, you next week. I do have to say something though, uh, unrelated to anything. So the Cleveland Browns won their playoff game against the Pittsburgh Steelers on, uh, Sunday night. I'm sure, I'm sure you don't care. I care. I just didn't know. This is a very big deal to me because for two reasons, one, they haven't been in the playoffs since 2002. Two, they haven't won a playoff game since 1994. And three, well, I said two things. And third, They've never beaten the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs, and they did all three of those on Sunday. So uh, I, I'm super pumped about it. Um, I was up watching the game, like jumping around like crazy. Hope kept trying to go to sleep, and she kept getting mad because I was making too much noise. Um, she's a Browns fan too, um, but she was tired. Um, but I know we're going to talk about this forever if I don't stop. So uh, I was very happy. And I'm still very pumped that the Browns are in the playoff. Although I'm also an Ohio State fan, and they lost uh, Monday night uh, in the national championship game. Not to not to downplay my disappointment there, but like I'm so pumped about winning a playoff game with the Browns that I'm just like, it's almost like yeah, I, I don't I, I don't want to say I don't care because I do, but I'm just like so pumped about that. So like I know most people are like, well, if you don't win the Super Bowl, like you didn't you weren't the best, like and I'm not trying to jinx anything, but like a playoff win was like, that's like everything to me. All right. I'll move on. Cause you're giving me that look uh, like shut the hell up. <laughs> My eyes were glazing over. Yeah, they totally were. Sorry. Sorry. I'm like um, a little kid in a candy store. Like, Oh man, it was so fun. I just, I'm just one of those people. I just don't really care about sports whatsoever. I'm glad you're excited, Josh. I Thanks. know it was a big thing for you. It, so. it, it really, it really warmed my heart. It warmed my cold dead heart. <laughs> cold dead heart all right well there you go um have any other fuck-ups from last week that we um have to correct because that's seems to be a format that we review things that we fucked up last week uh you know so i haven't even taken enough time to go back and review what we said so there's probably right, so we something did great we'll so we, did, we, did, we did great but i do i, I do have a new lifter tip that i'll, I'll read Awesome. Um, and I'll get your input on it. So this was posted um, this past Saturday. So the new lifter tip, there are often valid arguments for and against any given training method. It's okay to blindly follow your coach and it's okay to ask why. When asked, a good coach 
can explain the whys of the methods being used. Whether you follow blindly or whether you need to know the reasons, you must buy in to what you're doing in order to get the most out of it. Agree or disagree? Totally agree. You have to do the program to um, get the full benefit of the program. Um, yeah. and, the, some and there better this, be a reason behind it. Yeah, based on some of the comments, I think there's a little misunderstanding of what I, what my, what I meant by that. Um, the, the main me- meaning behind that is, is buy-in because, you know, I always tell people that, you know, I can, you know, let's assume I can write you the most scientifically based perfect program in the world. But if you think it's trash, you're not going to, you're not going to treat it like with the significance that it should have. So you're not going to apply the same effort. You're not going to, you know, you know, you just, all of those things aren't going to add up to the most success you could have. So in theory, that perfect program isn't the perfect program for you if you don't buy into it. So that's kind of where I was leading people to go with that, but I guess I wasn't very clear. Um, so that's the thing. Like if, if you don't believe that it's the right thing or you don't think that it's written properly or you don't think those movements that you're prescribed are helping, then have those conversations with your coach so that you can get a better understanding of why they're there. And if, if you still don't think they're right, then maybe you need to have a conversation about changing, changing directions on how the program's written. Just a thought. Absolutely. Well, and you know, my, one of my biggest pet peeves is when um, someone is following a, a program, but then they go off in left field and do whatever they want. And, you know, if it's a once in a while thing, like we all sometimes want to do a little something, if it's a once in a while thing, I get it, but it's that person that keeps doing it when you see it over and over on Facebook that they're maxing out. I knew I wasn't supposed to do this today, but I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. It just bothers me so much. Well, and I, I'm not defending that, but, but I understand, like as a lifter, I understand the desire to, Mm -hmm. but also as the lifter, the part I don't understand then is how that long-term planning is affected by those deviations and going off the rails. So I think that's, you know, part of having that conversation. And, you know, that's something that I, as a coach need to do better is, is having those conversations because, you know, we talked about it last week or two weeks ago, like we have had a few people go off the rails on their programming and do it over and over. And, you know, in hindsight, that's probably on me for not explaining why we're, why we're not maxing out every day, why we're not, you know, doing this, doing that. So. Well, I I like it that you're taking responsibility for it. Um, I don't know that the responsibility is all yours to be had, but you know, I, I do think there is that communication piece that needs to be followed through on. Yeah. Well, some, sometimes if it, if it's happening over and over, I guess somebody has got to point out the obvious and I guess that somebody maybe has to be me. Yeah. Well, you're the coach. So there you go. There you go. All right. So I wanted to talk today a little bit about um, an awesome seminar I went to this weekend. Um, So Josh, have you ever heard of the Wim Hof method? The what? That's (laughs) the Wim Hof method. I have not. That's not what I thought you said at first. I'm not sure what you thought I said, but it doesn't matter. Like it was, yeah, doesn't matter. Um, something you don't want to repeat. Um, so Wim Hof is a guy, I believe he's Dutch, um, who has come up with this method over, I don't know, the last 20, 25 years that has enabled him to put his body through some incredible stressors and um, 
do just fine through them. Things like um, he holds like so many um, records, like Guinness Book of World Records um, in strange and quirky things. Um, he has summited Kilimanjaro in shorts. He has made it up to 24,000 feet on Everest in shorts without oxygen. Um, he has swum underwater for I think 100 meters under ice water. Um, he stayed in a um, cubicle full of ice for an hour and 53 minutes. Um, he's been injected with E. coli and got a headache. Um, so the whole seminar is kind of about like, all right, everybody could think that Wim Hof is like this uh, Superman. They call him the Iceman. Um, but his whole thing is that he can teach the method to also make you be able to overcome stressors. Um, so it's a three-pronged approach, be it the, um, there's a uh, breathing protocol and there's a cold exposure um, that should be daily. That's um, a gradual cold exposure, not, not trying to swim underwater, under ice for you know, any amount of time. Um, and then there's a mindset type of um, area to the whole thing. Um, we got into the um, breathing protocol and I had been practicing the breathing protocol on my own for the last month or so. And I have been doing um, cold showers, like gradually, like starting with five seconds, next day, 10 seconds, the next day, 15 seconds. And things that you think were just, well, the first three days or so, the cold showers were real. Cause I don't like cold water. I don't like cold weather. I don't like anything cold. And I have like um, the syndrome that makes my hands I like lose the fingertips. Uh, my hands go numb, my feet go numb. Um, and, and Dan always is saying to me, how are your hands actually that cold? Are you actually dead? Because <laughs> my hands would be colder than the room sometimes. Like, like in the same way, cold. actually. Yeah. Um, so I started doing this because I'd heard about it um, a long time ago, but um, somebody at my workplace had told me about it again and kind of, it just kept coming up in, um, discussion. So I was like, I need to sign up to do this course. And I had signed up to do it back in, I think, March. And uh, then the pandemic happened and shut everything down and group classes becoming a bad idea. Um, and since then it started back up, but it had been rescheduled. And then, you know, I thought I had COVID. Um, he, he did get COVID, the instructor. Um, so it'd been rescheduled a few times. We finally went and, you know, Dan went with me and he was like, you know, I love you when I'm going in the middle of January to a class in a salt cave. It was in a salt cave, a room that was uh, had salt everywhere um, to do breathing and get in an ice bath because it was an ice bath, um, a two minute ice bath that we did at the end Def of it. Define love, that's it. Yes, that was the definition of love. And he's he was not really looking forward to the whole class. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and I told him that um, you know, I thought this would be a good thing to do. I'd been practicing. We'd pulled off, held off and held off. And we both got a lot out of the class. Um, we both during the breathing, um, protocol, which was a little bit different than what I had done on my own. Um, there's a free app, by the way, if you're interested in doing it, you can look up Wim Hof and the Wim Hof method. And there's a free app you can follow for, I believe, um, I think it's actually free. There's parts of it that are locked that you need to have a membership to. Um, but for the most part, um, you can do the breathing protocols and some of the exposures um, and some of his talks for free. Um, 
I'd been following along um, on my own, but we went and did the class and it was pretty amazing. Like the, um, during the breathing protocol, like my hands started tingling. I kind of forgot who I was and what my name was and like time stopped. Um, and then kind of came back and was like, wow, that was actually really cool. Like it feels really good. Um, and I'd been doing the protocol on my own. Um, it got up to a couple times where I had been able to hold my breath for two minutes. Um, and during the class, I think I went over three minutes. Um, I'm not sure. I, he, the last one, he didn't really time. Um, it was just kind of at a point I was just like, oh, I think I need to breathe. Um, so it's, a, it's kind of a, um, a focused hyperventilation protocol. And then you hold your breath for um, as long as you feel like you're comfortable. You never force anything is something that they stress. Um, you never want to do it in water. You never want to do it driving and all this. This is a safe environment. It was a very small class too. Um, so it was, it was pretty interesting. It felt really good. Um, but there's like physiological changes that happen in your body due to this protocol. So it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, and they say, you know, try it for 30 days, make sure it's something that feels right to you and, you know, never force it, never force the breath holds, never force the cold exposure. If you're extremely miserable, um, or you feel like you need to breathe earlier than you thought, or, you know, you want to get out of the water, get out of the water. So, so here's my question for you. And this is, this is how my mind thinks about everything. Like, how can that be applied to make you a better power lifter? Ah, I'm and glad you asked, Josh. I, I'm sure you are. But so here's here's my side side note on my own side here before you explain your reasoning. So I think I think a lot of power lifters look at powerlifting as you know, strong person, don't need that crap, don't don't show emotions, don't don't do anything that has any philosophical bearing at all uh and they stay in you know one very whatever one dimension mm. yep um then i also know people that are completely on the other side that they're you know a lot of people call them you know whatever out there you know far-fetched or not far-fetched whatever right. yeah you, you know what i'm saying hippies. And, and yeah hippies okay whatever you want to call them and yeah. i really i really think that there are applications to both sides personally, I, and, and I, the, that's something that's always intrigued me, I guess. So that said, I'm curious what you have to say about it as, as a, as a four-time world champion powerlifter who just went through this, like, right. what, what are your conclusions? Um, so a, a couple things, um, breath control and breath work, I think is really important, um, for a powerlifter because I mean, the Valsalva maneuver that we're doing, we're taking that big breath in, pushing on the belt, tightening the core. That is breath work. If you are better able to control your breath, awesome. Um, but the whole protocol is really about recovering from stress and any sport is putting a stressor on your body and the better able you're able to recover from that, it's gonna put you that further ahead. Um, the other aspect of it that I think is really cool is the mindset part. Um, because when you do things that you don't think you can do or that you feel are hard or you know, that's nice. That person could do that, but I can't. And then you do it. Um, it kind of breaks you through a different mindset and gets you to really focus on things that you don't think you could do before. Um, and kind of gets you out of your shell. It gets, it breaks you out of that linearness 
of just being in the same place. And then you start to experiment with other things and looking at other things and it can kind of change your whole viewpoint. So, um, and it turns out my instructor is actually a neighbor of mine, which was funny because we went all the way down like 45 minutes away to go to this class and he gets there and we're talking about where we live. And I'm like, oh, that's where I live, you know, down to the street, basically. He lives on the street right there, like half a mile away. Um, and he's agreed to be a guest on our podcast. Awesome. Yeah, when, when, guy. Do, do we have a do we have a date for that or we don't that... have a date yet? So I will let you know um, okay. when we can do that. He's uh, he's an interesting guy. He's actually um, he's in his sixties and he's about to get on the Appalachian Trail and to attempt a through hike. Awesome. Um, so I want to catch him before he hits the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess real quick, um, if anybody listening has any questions for this individual, shoot us an email at plballadspodcast at gmail.com. And we will make sure to ask him when he's on. Yeah. And there are more um, seminars coming up in Georgia. Um, he's one of the only instructors in Georgia. So if you're a local to Georgia and you want to do a seminar, make sure to get on to one of the seminars in February because um, he's going on the Appalachian Trail for six months. So, but it is offered Slightly worldwide. Unavailable. He will be un unavailable during those times. We'll put a link to that in the uh, description of the podcast. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty cool. I've been wanting to do it for a while and, uh, it's definitely something I've integrated into my routine. Nice. That's cool awesome. stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. That'll be fun to have him on. Yeah. And I, I'm just saying, Josh, you should do the seminar. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. For real. Pretty cool. All right. So um, there is another seminar, a free two-hour seminar for powerlifter beginners. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Uh, we talked about it last week, actually. Uh, I mentioned it. Always least. plug yourself. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I just forgot to change the uh, script. It's not really a script for today. Anyway, uh, neither here nor there. Yeah. So uh, doing a two hour seminar on January 26th for anybody interested in powerlifting. If you have no clue what the sport is, but you're intrigued by it, this is for you. So we're not trying to have anybody that's I mean, you're welcome to, I guess, but this isn't for anybody that's competed before. It's not for anybody that really knows about the sport. It's for people that have completely no clue, but want to learn more. So it'll be a pretty, uh, pretty low key casual environment. Well, it's on zoom. So you, you can be casual as you want, <laughs> but, but really gearing it towards just new people and answering questions. And, you know, no, no question is a stupid question. Um, basically any, any, any question you think could be the stupidest question around we want you to ask it because we're going to answer it is there a link to register yep uh if you go to teamroar.com slash events uh there will be a link to sign up right there awesome awesome good stuff good stuff so if but, somebody has a question, they should email it to you as well. Yep, they can shoot uh, shoot us an email. We'll just we'll keep the same one, plballadspodcast at gmail.com, just to keep it consistent. Shoot us an email there, and we can answer it. Uh, but yeah, should be a good time. Good time be held held by all. Oh yeah. All right. So, so do you want to talk about your meat songs? We do. We got to end with music. Gotta. Got it. So uh, we are on bench press two. We talked about my opening bench press songs last week. My bench press two song, second attempt, Bob Seger, Like a Rock. And Roxette, She's Got the Look. Do they have anything to do with bench pressing? No. No, you just like the vibe. 
I like the vibe. So, so the Bob Seger song almost puts me in tears every time. It, I, I don't want to have to sing it, but I will. No, please. Uh, so, um, basically, one of the one of the lines is, um, "20 years now, where they go." 20 years I don't know and I don't know why that hits me so hard but it's like I sit I sit and I wonder sometimes where they've gone and I think of that in terms of my own lifting every time like it's hard to believe that I've been doing this for basically no actually it's 20 years exactly now um wow in 2021 so yeah, you just sit and you sit and you wonder sometimes where they've gone. It's crazy. And then I start thinking like, you know, I, I kind of rewrite the lyrics in my head a little bit sometimes just to make it fit my own narrative. Um, so that part that kind of gets me a little bit emotional also and like a little bit fired up is kind of like, it's been 20 years. What if it gets taken away? What if I can't do it anymore or whatever? It's always like, not in a, not in a, like, I'm going to hurt myself or anything like that, but just like appreciate how much you love it, I guess is kind of the, mm. what I, what I get out of that. I'm weird. Don't worry. I'm weird. Well, I know you, there are two Joshes for those that don't know, <laughs> right? There's, there's Josh that you're seeing on the podcast right now with his glasses and drinking water and laughing. And then there's meter Josh meter, I'm meter. sorry, meat lifter, Josh. <laughs> The meat lifter, Josh, it takes off his glasses and he becomes a different person and you don't really want to talk to him because there's a, um, he's in the zone and you don't want to disturb the zone. You kind of just want to let him, you know, do his thing. And as the day goes on, it seems like you get more and more um, focused, but emotional at the same time. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, you know, I can't exactly explain what I do, I guess, but yeah, I'm a very emotional lifter. Like, I mean, my third attempts, I'm pretty much crying as I go out to the platform, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like a angry cry, like almost like a, I don't know. I can't explain it and I don't want to try to. I, I, actually understand you though because that, that I feel like that's how I am and I didn't mean to mo- to uh become like you I wasn't trying to model you but it just kind of happened yeah it just um, kind of happens and yeah and it's probably I'm probably one of those people that if you see me compete you're like wow I don't ever want to be a power lifter that is just not cool it looks miserable yeah it looks miserable that guy's <laughs> that guy is an a-hole like seems like somebody you wouldn't want to meet and talk to so I guess, I don't know, but that's, mm. that's just me. That's, that that that's, person should meet coach Josh. Yeah. It's like a multiple personality type person. Yeah. It, it is when you take, take off your glasses to become um meat lifter, yeah. Josh. It's crazy. It's, yeah. It's a little scary, but, but awesome at the same time, because that is the mental focus that you're tapping into to get it done. Yeah. Flipping the switch, flipping the switch. And that's what we all need to do. And my other song uh, she's got the look by Roxette is kind of the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, I don't know if you call it a hype song, but it's, it's kind of a faster song. It's an 80s song. 
Um, do you know that? Do you know it or not? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course uh, I do. Okay. Well, I was going to sing it in case you didn't, but uh, there'll be a link in the in the description so you guys can all listen to it and play it and jam. Was out. it in a movie? Was it in Pretty Woman? Uh, well, I don't know. So the 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 I song in Pretty all. Woman was "It Must Have Been Love," yeah. but it's over now. And that's that also that that's also Roxette, I believe. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I it might, it, 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 it might be. I, I'm not. I'm not sure because I've not seen Pretty Woman in a little while. Great, great movie though. Great movie. It's so cliche though. When you watch it again, you're just like, "How did that all happen?" How? Yeah. yeah. It's a little. Somebody's somebody's kid at some point said they wanted to be a hooker when they grew up because they just, saw they saw Pretty Woman. I can't remember. I can't remember who it was, but it was it was somebody. I'm pretty sure you know. It was somebody in the powerlifting world, I believe. Oh, that's but so they, funny. They wanted to be a hooker because uh, they saw Julia Roberts in yeah, Pretty Woman. Right. And that was the coolest. Great thing ever. movie message. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't actually. The world doesn't actually work that way, unfortunately. Oh, or maybe it does, and which maybe is it does. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? Maybe there's magic somewhere, but don't. Kids, don't grow up to become a hooker just so you can have a rich man sweep you sweep you off your feet, really for no real reason. Life advice with Laura Sturm. Yeah, there you go. Be a strong and independent young woman. Not a hooker. Yeah, not a hooker, please. All right, with that, we'll end and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Stay strong. Later. All right. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.